0: Good evening, Mint Hill Baptist Church family. It's good for me to be back in the house of the Lord one more time. Uh, I, I do miss this place. Um, two things I want to say before I before we get started is that um, Pastor Will this morning he he um, introduced me to speak tonight as and and it had me just confused. He he said that um, the senior pastor at the Well Community Church and my wife and I, we looked at each other and said, who's the junior pastor? <laughs> <laughs> and and um, I, I just so love my dear brother. I, I love him um, very, very much. I, I hope that um, he knows that and I love him tremendously. I love you all. Um, here at May Hill Baptist Church as well, the Talbot family, we we miss you all so much. Um, just a little brief update about us. You know, we have been hunkering down at 3508 for about a month and a half now. Um, before, about two months before um, we we hunkered down, and before this COVID virus, we had welcomed back our granddaughter back into our family. So now at our home, we have a five-year-old, a seven-year-old, a 12-year-old, and a 17-year-old. So please be in prayer for them. <laughs> um, we've been hunkering down a lot because three of those four children, they have upper respiratory problems and we are super particular about not going out so we won't expose them to um, really anything that would be harmful to their health. So. That's what we've been doing. We've been laying low. We've been doing a lot of bike riding. We also have been doing a lot of yard work. Um, Shanae and I, just this week, we put up a um, gazebo, and um, it's crooked, <laughs> but, but it's beautiful because we made it with our own hands, um, and, and it just goes to show that um, we are imperfect people. And, but in the sight in the sight of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, um, we have been redeemed. Um, ever since we have been in self quarantine, we have been we was able to propel the launch. Well, not really the launch, but getting you know our this church started the church plant, um, the Well Community Church, and that's been going very well. With my wife and I included, we have been meeting with four other couples, and three other individuals. We have been meeting regularly on Sunday mornings at 9.45. This particular morning, we had the Lord's Supper. Um, so God really blessed in that manner. We also have been having Mindfulness Mondays, which is a course, an eight-week course, that is held by Dr. Karen Host. And what it does is it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a mindfulness class to help individuals to, to learn how to reduce their stress, not only because of the COVID-19 virus, but also those um, stressors that you all may be enduring um, outside of the COVID-19, just life in general. We also have Tone It Up Tuesdays, which is a fitness class. If you look at me, I'm standing kind of buff right now. Um, yeah, I'm lying. Um, I've been working out and God is great. Just trying to get my, you know, get my wind up because I am asthmatic. On Thursdays, we have our Bible study, which we call Thirsty Thursday. So even though we've been self-quarantined, we still have been busy for the Lord trying to um, be his church. Uh, that he has called us to be. And I'm so glad and so grateful for my dear brother, pastor will to allow me this opportunity to come and speak before um, you all tonight. Um, let me give a shout out, another shout out to pastor will. Um, I like to give him a shout out because I think that personally he has been doing a phenomenal job here at this rock that we call Milt Hill Baptist church. He's, he's been a vigilant leader. Um, you know, with all this COVID-19, um, Going on. So, if you have a response, I want you to all just say thank you, type thank you for Pastor Will for what all he has been doing. He's been a valiant leader. Um, I call him Captain. Um, Pastor Will is a, a great leader, and I thank God for his leadership in these COVID 19 times. I thank also the staff for their diligence in, in serving alongside Pastor Will, as, long as, as well as the deacons and other church members. Thank you for um, Bear. And um, Brother Joe back there for your assistance as well. There is a word from the Lord. Pastor Will said, I have an hour and 15 minutes to give you all. So we're not going to have the praise man come up or anything. It's just me and you tonight um, and the Lord. Um, I want to talk about tonight uh, being missional, being missional. Um, That's something that weighs heavy on my heart when it comes to doing church, being missional, um, the Well Community Church. That's going to be our main focus. That's going to be our main push. Being missional. I believe now, from the past three, four weeks, they are they are sick of me talking about this missional, 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 missional mindset. But I, I can't, I can't, I can't shake it. I can't shake it because in my heart, in my mind, in my soul, in my spirit, I duly believe that that's what the church. The global church, the universal church is called to be a missional church. If you have your Bibles, I'm going to start in Matthew. It's an old familiar text. And I'm not going to be there alone. And then after that, we're going to push on over to Jonah. Matthew chapter 28. And this here, this verse in itself, is missional. I'm reading from the CSB version, and it reads like this. Go, therefore, and make disciples out of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you. I like this part. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Let us go to God in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for your many blessings. I thank you for life. I thank you for health. I thank you for strength. I thank you most of all for sending your son over 2,000 years ago to die like die for sinners like us. We want to say thank you. Lord, I, I thank you for just allowing me to, to stand up here and break the bread of life. I ask that you be with us as we walk through the book of Jonah as we Try to see what you have to say through your word. This is one of my favorite stories in the whole entire book. It resonates with me in so many ways, especially in these days and time. Lord, I ask that you you be with us, guide us, and bless us. I ask that you remove anything that looks like LaVita out of the way. Because, you know, the victor is jacked up. I ask that you pour into me your, your grace, your mercy, your love, but most of all, your wisdom. Dear Heavenly Father, I feel you here. Thank you. Thank you. Please be with the, the listeners who are, online, listening to your, your manservant. Now, dear Heavenly Father, let my weakness find your strength and I will be all right. May all my secrets know, know your love, dear Heavenly Father, and I will be all right. Lead my Lord to your home and I will be all right. Let the darkness drown in light, dear Heavenly Father, and that I will be all, all right. Where I can't see, Please give me sight. May all my fears know your face, dear Heavenly Father. And I will be all right. Amen. Tonight, I, I would like to talk to you all about um, the church in the midst of a crisis. The church in the midst of a of crisis. Now remember, you know, I, I told you that for, for weeks now I've been talking to um, the Well Community Church and talking about being missional. So let me let me tell you what a missional church is, okay? A missional church is the adoption of the posture of thinking, the behaviors, and the practices of a missionary. In order to engage others, with the gospel message. When we think about being mission-minded, we can, we can closely tie this to the nature of God. How can we tie it to the nature of God? Because God was a sending God. He sent his son Jesus as a missionary, as a prophet, as a healer, as a teacher, as a rabbi as a savior for you and me. God sent the Holy Spirit to give us power and comfort. Jesus stated in Luke four seventeen through 21 that the Holy Spirit fell upon him so that he could preach the good news. Maybe the reason why some of us Um, have problems with being missional is because the Holy Spirit haven't fell on us yet. But that's okay if it hasn't because because we have time. Because God created us to be missional. That's why Matthew 28 tells us to go ye therefore, and not stay ye herefore. When 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 we look at North America, we 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 must look at it in a, in a, in the scope in the lens that it's 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 a foreign land. It's a it's a it's a foreign country. We don't have to go. We don't have to go to Haiti. We don't have to go to Cuba. We don't have to go to Africa. We can just go go to 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 Philadelphia. We don't have to go that far. We can go to Charlotte. We we can we can we can we we can go to right here. Right here in Mint Hill. Because, because because being missional means that we are just going to share the gospel with the lost. Now, if you think that you may must go to a, a foreign or strange land, and if you consider Haiti, Cuba, um, Africa, or wherever, a foreign land. Let, let me tell you the definition of foreign. Foreign simply means strange. Foreign means odd. O D D, odd. odd. So, so if you really think about it, we are living in strange times here in America. We are living in odd times here in the state of North Carolina we are living in foreign times right here in our own community. So, so, so I want to encourage you, if you want to be missional and go to a foreign, strange, odd land, walk outside your door. <laughs> oh, Lord. I shared with the Well Community Church what a consumer church is and what the missional church is. This is what the consumer church is. Consumer church is church that is seen as a dispenser of religious goods and services. People come to church to be fed, to have their needs met through quality programs. and and to have the professionals to teach their children. They come here to church with with the mindset that I go to church. The the missional church is is a body of people sent on mission who gather in the community for worship, community encouragement, and teaching from the word in addition to what they have been self-feeding themselves throughout the week. Keyword self-feeding themselves throughout the week. These individuals have the mindset instead of saying that I go to church, but I am the church. <laughs> See, the reason why Pastor Pastor Will um has us doing these daily devotions from, from you know, the 365-year, 365-day um, devotion it's so that you can, you can engage the Lord God on your own. So you can have some responsibility to study God's word on your own. The reason why the church is in crisis today is because we don't engage God like we supposed to. I, instead of you all having that, that mindset that I'm gonna go to church, I want you to flip that mindset and say that I am the church. Another another clip that I that I shared with my with with, with the Well Community Church was The attractional church versus the missional church. I'm 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 gonna get to Jonah in a minute. Attractional church means that we evangelize or outreach by marketing to people to get them to come to us. We try to produce events and worship gatherings that are attractive to our demographics. These people have the mindset that people need to come to church. If we're going to be a missional church, this is what the missional church um, has the mindset of. It has the mindset that our evangelism is relational. It's organic. It's from heart to heart, from breast to breast. It's genuine. It's, it's genuine. We invest in people and society, living out our faith in Christ. We find ways to go and live like Christ with people in their regular everyday activities. Living like Christ, distinctively different, but not irrelevant. These missional-minded people has a mindset, instead of saying, you all come to church the missional-minded people said, be the church with me. Jonah, Jonah failed to be missional. And because he, 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 he failed to be missional, he was consumed by Big old fish. The Lord put him into self-quarantine. God God has given us this pandemic. He has given us this, this time of self-quarantine. He has given us this crisis to get closer to him and become missional. The mission is found in Matthews, and I read it, go Ye therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and in the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you. That is our mission. The church is in the midst of a crisis is because we have not been holding on or we have not been adhering to that mission statement. if you engage someone, I don't care who it is, Joe Blow on the street, Susie Q on the corner, if you engage them, you may find out that they are living in some type of crisis. A crisis is simply a time of intense difficulty, a time of intense trouble, a time of intense danger. If you engage these people out on the street, you may find out that their crisis may be a mental crisis. You may find out that their, their crisis may be a substance use crisis. You may find that these individuals may be abused by, by their, their stepdad or their dad or one by the, one of their family members, so it's a, it's a crisis. If, if we are missional-minded, we'll be able to see these things. We'll be able to recognize when crisis come, when times of danger come, when times of intense difficulty and trouble in people's lives come, we'll be able to recognize the, 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 these times and give them Jesus. Or COVID-19 can come. You will have health problems. You can have relationship problems. Like Pastor Will talked about this morning, you can, you, you can, find, you can have financial problems. The church is in the midst of a crisis. In a minute, I'm gonna give you four points. I'm gonna, I'm gonna channel my, my 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 inner Will Stone. I'm gonna give you four points. But first, I was doing some reading yesterday, and 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 and, 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 I, and I looked close to, closer at this word crisis. Right? I looked closer at the word crisis and. And, you know, the Chinese language, the Chinese language is is very unique. A word can be uh, a combination of multiple words. Say, for instance, crisis. Right. The word crisis, the character of crisis has two words that defines the word crisis. It has two words that help form, well two words that form another word that makes the word crisis. I know I'm confusing you, but it'll be all right. Those two words, when you think about that Chinese character of crisis, those two words are danger and opportunity. So so, whenever you are in a crisis, remember: yeah, there is danger at hand, but also there is an opportunity. So so, I, my four points to try to help us out tonight is: I'm gonna label them like this. Danger and opportunity allows time for us to pray. Danger and opportunity allow time for self. Reflection. Danger and opportunity allows us to fulfill our vow, V-O-W, our covenant with God. And lastly, number four, danger and opportunity allows time for us not to go back to doing the same old, same old like our brother Jonah. So, the church is in the midst of a crisis. Step one to help us out of this crisis is that danger and opportunity allows time for prayer. Prayer is a spiritual discipline that we must do on a a regular basis. We we, we, we must pray. The Bible tells us to pray unceasingly. That simply means that we must pray at all times. Not only when we're about to eat. God is great. God is good. Let us thank him for our food. That's good. But, But we need to pray more than that. Not only when we get ready to go to bed. Now I lay me. Down to sleep, I pray the Lord my soul to that, keep. That's fine, but we need to pray a little, bit, a little bit more. Pray when things are going well. Pray, pray when things are not going so well. Pray when you, when you wake up in the morning and you're able to place your, your, your two feet on the side of the bed and push up. Pray and give God thanks pray when you when you get a phone call from your, your 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 brother or your sister that you haven't heard in a while pray and say thank you and ask special blessings and peace over your brother or sister just pray here in Jonah 2 we find that that Jonah prayed to the Lord from the belly of the fish It says it says in verse 2 that I called to the Lord in my distress And he answered me. I cried out, help from the deep inside of Sheol. Hear this young man, Jonah. He's crying out. He's crying out because of his own self-inflicted self-quarantine. The Lord God told him to go and preach to the Ninevites, and guess what? He said, "Nah, man, I'll pass. I'm going somewhere else." You know the story. He went to flee Nineveh, got on the boat, and, and, and the Bible tells us that 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 the Lord threw some strong wind at the boat. Now you 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 know you God was kind of ticked off because it, the Bible tells us that it, he threw it. That's a sign of force. That's a sign of anger. Have, oh, I, I'm not going to go there. I was just about to ask Pastor Will, has, has Heather ever threw a, a frying pan at you? <laughs> he said no, sister. He said no. But 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 in, in, in a fit of, of a rage, you may throw anything. Old Bobby Knight Old basketball coach of, of Indiana Hoosers, when he got upset, he used to throw everything, basketball chairs, basketball players. He didn't care who it, who it was or what it was. He used to throw it. And this was um, God's response because Jonah was disobedient. He threw a strong wind at him. And him and the sailors on the boat, they, they wasn't able to, 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 to fight against the wind. So they had to end up throwing Jonah off the boat. And 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 when they threw him off the boat, the, the 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 wind ceased, and a big fish came and 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 swallowed Jonah whole. Jonah said, "I cried out from deep inside of Sheol." So Sheol is basically a wasteland. It's 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 a voided space. It's it's the underworld. Sheol is the the realm of the dead, often symbolized as a grave. The fish's belly was actually Jonah's tomb. But notice something. He cried out to God. And God was even present in Sheol. God was present in the belly of the fish. God was present in the darkest spot in Jonah's life. That goes to tell me, that goes to show me that no matter how dark life gets, if we just cry out to the Lord, he will be there. No matter what the situation is, God is everywhere we go, even though we have been neglecting him, even though we may have put him on the side shelf, even though we may have ran away from him. Jonah is giving us a way out of this crisis by showing us that we must pray. The danger was Jonah was swallowed up by a big fish. The opportunity was that Jonah was able to have some self quarantine time, some time alone to be with God, some tag for, for those Mint Hillianites who've been here for a long period of time, time alone with God. They, 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 Jonah had that time to be alone with God, so he used that time in that darkness. To pray. Dan- second thing, danger and opportunity allows us time for self reflection. Danger and opportunity allows time for self reflection. Self reflection is simply meditation. Having serious thoughts about your character, your actions, your motives. Time to reflect on, Victor. why did you eat that cookie when you know that it was against your diet? LeVicta, why did you run... That yellow light when you know you're supposed to have been stopping. Self reflection is needed so that we can reevaluate our situation. It's sad that God had to put Jonah in self quarantine to get him to pray. It's, it's, it's sad that God had to put him in self quarantine in order for him to do some self reflecting. Maybe maybe we should use this time when we sit at the house by ourselves to do some praying and self-reflecting as well. So that we can have have a a heightened sense of of meaning when it comes to being missional, when it comes to, to to figuring out what God wants for us to do in our lives. Check out Jonah verse four. He's in the belly of this fish. He has prayed. He he has cried out to God. And now he said, Lord, I, I have been banished from your sight. Yet, I will look once more towards your holy temple. I like this because This allowed Jonah the time to say, hey, look, I ran away from God's call. My bad. I I, I didn't do what God had told me to do. But you know what? I, I, I know the God that, I'm serve, that I serve as a forgiving God, and he's a compassionate God, and, 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 and Jonah was still able to find hope in his situation. He was able, able to find hope, and even though he was in this dark place, I, I can imagine him laying back on his on, on, in, in, the, in the belly of the whale, laying back right there just resting. And and it says in the scripture that I will look once more towards your temple. Now, remind you, he's in the belly of the fish. Where's the light? So I, I imagine that 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 Jonah had to use his his visual imagination. He had to sit down. He had to meditate. He had to reflect on what the temple looked like. And he had to mentally and spiritually put himself there. Sometimes when when we we are in these dark places, sometimes when we can't tell the night from day, we have to to mentally and and, and spiritually and emotionally put ourselves in a place where God dwells. And and you can really only do that if you are engaging him on a regular basis. If, 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 If you are taking time to be still and know that he is God taking time to relax. Take deep breaths. Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Relax. Chill out. God gave Jonah this time of self-quarantine so he can chill out, relax, so he can become more missional. In, in, in the midst of this, 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 the, the, this, this crisis that the church is, is in right now, this self-quarantine, take this time to chill out, And and, and really find out what God is trying to say to you, what He wants you to do, what He wants you to be, how He wants you to move. Self reflection will allow us to to see God in the dark times in our lives. Plus, self reflection will assist us with being the light in other people's darkness as well. We can tell others that, that we, 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 we were in the belly of the fish once before, but because we prayed to God and we, we reflected about what he wanted us to do, now we are out on dry land. Verse 4 says, the water engulfed me up to the neck, and the watery depths overcame me. Imagine drowning, right? Excuse me. Imagine drowning. I posed this question to uh, several of the well members the other night. Excuse me. And I asked them, I said, how many of you all have ever drowned in your life? We were meeting via Zoom, so I had them on mute, so they had to throw some thumbs up. <laughs> like four or five of them threw their thumbs up. So I, I unmuted them, and I, and I asked them, all right, how old was you when you almost drowned? Some said I was about seven years old. Another said I was eight years old. Somebody else said I was like 12 years old. And, and, and I told them that I nearly drowned when I was 35 years old. Here I was drowning, fighting the water. The water was up to my neck. I would go up, down in the water, fight to go back up. This must last for about a good 45 seconds, but for me it was an eternity. I fought, and I fought, and I fought, and as I was fighting, I was I wasn't in the belly of the whale, or I means the belly of the big fish, excuse me. But I was in the water over my head, and and all I could do was reflect on. My children. Not seeing my children. Not seeing them graduate high school. Not seeing them graduate college. Not seeing them bring home some some crumb snatches. I, I reflected on 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 not seeing my wife again. Not seeing twenty-five years of marriage. Not holding our hand when we uh, experience 50 years of marriage. Not experiencing the time that we, we can just sit on the back porch and just watch God do miraculous and, and wondrous things by just allowing the wind to shake the leaves so that they can wave personally at us. I was doing some self reflection even in the midst of drowning. Just like me. I imagine Jonah saw his life flash by. I, I imagine Jonah, um, he had a near death experience and was able to, to reflect on things about. I should have listened to the Lord. Lord, if and next time you, you put me in a position and you tell me to go, I'm going to go. If you just give me one more chance. In this time of self-quarantine, in in, in these times of danger, I want you to recognize the opportunity that we have to become missional. And and, and, and I want to think about, I want you to think about it like this. I want you to think about those people out in the world who are sin sick. I, I want you to think about them and think that they are up to their neck in sin, going under and coming back up. They are drowning. I, I want you all, I want us to have the missional mindset so that we can be spiritual life gods. So, so, So we can swim out to them. And, and grab them and pull them back to safety. And as we pull them back to safety, we are giving them the, giving them the gospel. The gospel is the lifesaver. Verse 6 says, I sank to the foundations of the mountains. The earth gates shut behind me forever. Check this out. He's still reflecting. Then you raised my life from the pit. Lord, my God. Here go this language again. First, we had Sheol, uh, the underworld. Now we have a pit like I said before, Jonah thought that he was a goner, so, so he, he thought that he was going to be trapped in, 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 in this pit for the rest of his life. But, but unexpectedly, God was rescuing him, not only physically, but spiritually as well. Because Jonah was disobedient, he, he was going to die a, a physical and a spiritual death. But because he was in the the grave, because he was in the tomb, he had a spiritual and a missional resurrection. You, too, can have a, a, a spiritual and a missional resurrection if you just do some reflection. Reflect on how the Lord has been so good to you. Reflect on how he took that bottle out your mouth and put a bottle of water. Reflect on how you used to sleep with women recklessly and how he just gave you one spouse. Reflect on how you used to be so angry and now he's giving you a spirit of love. Take time in this, this, this self-quarantine. Take time in this crisis to realize that there are some danger. But there are also some opportunity. Third, danger and opportunity allows us to to fulfill our vow, our covenant with God. A vow, V-O-W, remember I'm from South Carolina now, so I tear up words. A vow, vow is a solemn Promise, a vow is an agreement. It's a covenant. A lot of times, we put our we put our um, we put our passions in vows that don't really matter. We, we put our vows and things of the world. Verse nine continues to read this. I will. I'm going to read the whole thing. But as for me, I will sacrifice to you with a voice of thanksgiving. I will fulfill what I have Vowed. Salvation belongs to you, my Lord. The Lord miraculous deliverance shows that He He exists, unlike the pagan gods. He, he exists and He answered prayers. If you remember in, in, in Jonah 1, that, that, the, that the sailors they were praying to their, their gods, and their gods couldn't do anything, but but when when, when Jonah Said, I am, I worship the God of the Hebrews. Throw me over. They they were able to see God's power. And here in in the belly of this big fish, Jonah was able to display God's power. And because of God's power, Jonah woke up and said, He said, Ah, man, uh, I give up. I vow to you. To do what I promised. I vow to you to, to go ye therefore and not run over there. Jonah decided to answer God's call and become missional. God instructed him two times to get up and go. The first time he got up and went somewhere else and ended up in the belly of the fish. The second time, Jesus, I mean, God said, uh, get up and go. And he ran to his mission. Jonah went and he became missional. Jonah 3 reads like this. Jonah set out on the first day of his walk of the city and proclaimed, in 40 days, Nineveh, will be demolished. Then the people of Nineveh did what? They believed God. Huh? All he did was preach God's words. And what happened? They believed. They proclaimed and fasted and, and dressed in sackcloth from the greatest of them to the least, And when the word reached the king of Nineveh, he got up from his throne and took off his royal robe and put on sackcloth and sat in ashes. Then he issued a decree to Nineveh. See what happens when you become missional? Lives are transformed. And when other lives are transformed, guess what? Other lives are somehow transformed. And it's it's a continual change if you are Missional. It did not say that Jonah went to the temple. <laughs> it says he went to the city and, and he began to preach <laughs> by the order of the king and his nobles. No person, check this out. No person or animal, herd or flock, is to taste anything at all. They must not eat or drink. Furthermore, both people and animals must be covered with sackcloth, and everyone must call out earnestly to God. Even the goats must say, bad to God. That's missional, baby. Each must turn from his evil ways and from his wrongdoing. Who knows? God may relent. He may turn from his burning anger so that we will not perish. So do these things. Verse 10 says God saw their action and that they had turned from their evil ways. And guess what he did? He relented. He changed his mind. He, 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 he felt bad for him, so he said, all right, I won't destroy him. And he did not do it. And see, when we become missional, right, when we become missional, lies are transformed. When we become missional, the lies that are transformed are able to transform other people's lives. When we are missional, not only people's lives can be uh, transformed, but their pets' lives can be transformed. Oh, brother Victor, how do you know that a, uh, a pet life can be transformed? How do I know? Ask Michael Vick. Once upon a time, Michael Vick had some evilness in his life. He used to dogfight fight dogs. But because of a, 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 a life transformation, I don't know whether or not it was from God or from the penile system, he, he had a life transformation. And guess what? His dogs no longer fight. See, see how that thing works? Now, we have a dog. Her name is Sassy. We love that little dog. But she needs some work. <laughs> she, 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 she is a little rambunctious, and, and we're just going to have to continue to love on her and show her Jesus so she can one day calm down. I just chased the rabbit with Sassy, didn't I? Or did I do it with Michael Vick? Fourth and last one, and I'm almost done. <laughs> danger and opportunity allows time for us not to go back to the same old same old let me let me let me let me say that again danger and opportunity allows for us not to go back to doing the same old, same old. This time of self quarantine has given us, um, it, sh- it should have given us a, a, a different perspective on how we do ministry. Pastor Will told, told us and the staff mean that we are getting more hits um, virtually than we do in the seats. So, so how can we, we, we use this crisis that, that we may consider a danger to the church as using it as an opportunity to reach more people? Danger and opportunity um, is it allows us not to go back to the same old, same old because Jonah once says this Jonah was greatly displeased (laughs) and became furious. Why? Because Jonah felt that God was gonna save them anyway, so it was basically gonna be a waste of time for me to preach to these people if you were gonna already save them. That's why I ran in the first place. I am heated now, God. Why did you waste my time? I'm upset. And, and Jonah could have them, this, this could be the mindset of some of uh, our us church members. Not here at Menhae Baptist Church, maybe at the well. Jonah became upset because he did not get his way. (laughs) Pastor did not listen to him. The deacons meeting didn't go as he planned. The church didn't implement the program that he came up with. The same old, same old. Danger and opportunity allow us to do church as God intends it to be done, not the way that we intend for us to do it. I keep on reading. I'm going to leave that before I get in trouble. Then God, then the Lord God appointed a plant and it grew over Jonah to provide shade for his head and to re- rescue him from his trouble. See how God, even though we upset with him, we get ticked off at God and we think that we, 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 we you know, we, we, we are somebody. and He's going to, you know, he, he still shows up grace and mercy. He, he sent a plant to shade Jonah's head to rescue him from trouble. But yet and still, Jonah want to still gripe and grumble. Jonah, the word says, Jonah was greatly pleased with the plant. And, and when dawn came the next day, God appointed a worm to attack the plant and it withered away. And as the sun was rising, God appointed a, hot, a scorching hot East Wind and the sun beat down on Jonah's head that he almost fainted and wanted to die. He said, "It is better for me to die than to live." Then God asked Jonah, "Is it right for you to be angry over the little plant? Is it right for us to do church like we normally been doing it, or to be missional minded? Jonah said, Yes, it is right. I, I'm angry enough to die. That's sad, y'all. That's sad. Some of us at, at church, we, we, get that, we get that angry that we don't want to die, but we'll leave. We don't want to die, but we'll stop paying our money. We, we, don't, we won't want to die, but we, we, we will stop serving on these particular, particular ministries. The Lord said, you cared about the plant which you did not labor over labor over and did not grow. It appeared in the night and it perished in the night. But may I not care about the great city of Nineveh which has more than 120,000 people who cannot distinguish between their right and their left as well as many animals. I want to ask you something. What are we caring about? What are we crying about? What What is that is making us want to quit or either die. uh, A a missional minded person will take this crisis and, and, and see the danger aspect as opportunity to fulfill our vow which is the great commission. Jonah was selfish and we shouldn't be selfish as well. Sometimes the church, when, when we are in the midst of a crisis, we can be concerned about the little and the minute things. When we're sh- supposed to be or, would, or when we should be concerned about saving sinners' souls. I I want to encourage us both here at Mint Hill Baptist Church and the Well Community Church is to move from the the context of come go to church with me to be the church with me. I have three quotes and I'm going to end one of the quotes come from our dear, illustrious pastor, Will Stoneham. He said this this morning. He says don't I, I, I'm going to paraphrase this because I, 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 miss, I miss but I'm paraphrasing the pastor. Don't, don't, don't jack me up. He said to use this crisis moment for kingdom building. He said, the reason why we need to do this is because there is a greater crisis that man faces, which is death. The crisis that Pastor Will was talking about was people who, men, men and women who were lost in needs Jesus That's the true crisis. Not whether or not um, how much money we have, which is important, don't get me wrong, but, but the true mission that we should be focused on is whether or not Joe Blow and Susie Q, whether or not they are saved. Another quote comes from Peter C. Hodges. He stated, the current predicament of the churches in North Carolina requires more than a mere tinkering with a long assumed notion that the identity and the mission of the church. Instead, as many knowledgeable observers have noted, there is a need for reinventing and rediscovering the church in this new kind of world. That simply means that we need to take what God has given us today and re-event it so we can be more missional minded so we can reach the masses the last one is by Daryl Guter. i read this in his book the missional church i like this quote mission is not something the church does as a part in its total program no the church's essence should be missional. For the calling and sending action of a God, of, of God's, it helps to form the church's identity. Mission is founded on the mission of God in the world rather than God, rather than the church's effort to extend itself. Like I stated earlier, being mission-minded is closely and deeply related to the nature of God. God sent his son to die for you and me, and he sent his Holy Spirit to give us power and comfort. Jesus stated in Luke 4, 17-21, that the Holy Spirit fell upon him so he can preach the good news. Maybe the reason why that we have yet to become a missional church is because the Holy Spirit haven't truly fell on us. Let us go to God in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for your word. I hope that it could be a blessing to somebody who who has heard it tonight. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask that you help us as we are a church in a midst of crisis. And when I'm talking about the church, I'm not talking specifically about Mint Hill Baptist Church or the Well Community Church. I'm talking about the state of the church as a whole. Help us to become more missional-minded. Help us to become more focused on you in these times of crisis. Help us, dear Heavenly Father, to, to recognize whenever we see danger in the crisis that we can also see the opportunity in it as well these things we ask in your son jesus name amen thank you mint hill baptist church for allowing me to speak with you all tonight remember pastor will and i love you all but god loves you more be well and be blessed